Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon Light. I'm going to be your host. Welcome to the show. Now, in this show, we talk about all things fitness and health related so that you can craft a high performance body and mind for continued success and results. This content is totally free, so if you did get value out of it, please go over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. Now let's dive right into the show. The red light is on. I think we're live. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Art of Permanent Weight Loss. Super excited to be here on this fine Thursday. I think every single day, actually, every single week we've done these has been a Thursday. It's actually worked out well for that, I think. I could be totally wrong, but I think they're all on Thursday. (laughs) I think Um, they worked out. (laughs) Yeah. It's all good. Cool. So yeah, uh, guys, super excited for this one. Um, as always, you know, I think we have a really cool topic and and what's cool about this is we're going to tell you a tale of two women. Okay. Now, yes, the majority of this can be totally applicable to men as well. Just so you guys know. Uh, but we see this a lot with women. And the reason we see this a lot with women is because we work with a lot of women. Okay. So a lot of our clientele are women. The vast majority are. So I think this will resonate just a little bit, but I can tell you right now, also just a heads up, guys struggle with this too. Men struggle with a lot of the same stuff. Okay. Um, I'll also tell you quite comfortable saying this, that men have a little bit more armor here on about what we're about to talk about. I think Scott, you'd agree with that. They tend to have a few more barriers built up. And I think a lot of that comes from uh, just the ego of being a man. I, I kind of, um, I'm, I, I can I can say that because I I live it right so I understand it I see it and I can identify it with it a little bit um, whereas I feel like that's something that that um, that women are a little bit more inclined to to open up about so at the end of the day though what we're about to talk about is totally applicable across the board for everybody okay now I mean let's just dive right in okay um, so a tale of two women okay now again. This is something that we see all the time, guys, not just with people who we work with, but also with people who we don't, okay, for whatever reason, whether we enrolled them uh, or whether we extended an offer for them to enroll in Permafit or not. Um, we, just, we just see this all the time. It's super common. So if this resonates with you in any way, let me know. Let us know by putting a comment in the chat, uh, whether you're watching this on the replay or not. Just let me know. Just curious. So so let's start with woman a okay woman a woman one so this particular woman has no real strategy okay you guys know that we talk about strategy a lot here and we're going to get into that a little bit but this particular woman doesn't really have a strategy guys we see this a lot i would say 
I would say probably 75%, three quarters of the women that I talk to and men, by the way, right? But the three quarters of the women I talk to have no real strategy and they're doing exactly what I'm about to describe. Okay. This is how it usually goes. Woman A, she wants so badly, so desperately to get her health and her fitness and her weight under control. Okay. The number doesn't really matter, but let's just say, let's just pick a number. There's 40 pounds of body fat that this woman wants to lose. And she knows that if she can get that 40 pounds of body fat off, what's going to change in her life is a long list of things, a long list of benefits. Okay. And it's, it's, it's really, it's honestly endless. Okay. There is, it's infinite. Some of those things include a, a, a serious increase in confidence. Okay. Uh, a serious increase in outgoing sort of the extroverted side of, of that person coming out a little bit to have dialogue and create relationships and have conversation. But then there's also the obvious tact, tangible things like less pain in my knees and my hips and my ankles and my back, more energy when I wake up, having some explosive energy, the way that I move throughout my day and being able to keep up with my kids being able to strengthen my relationship with my husband because now we can comfortably go out and go on walks and go bike riding or go for hikes or whatever it may be, right? Things like that. So the, like this long list of benefits is something that this person wants so, so bad, right? It's what everyone wants, okay? And so what, should, what this person does, what this woman does, the first thing she does is what most people do, which is I need to hire a personal trainer. So they go to the gym and they sign up to work with the personal trainer, the per whoever that is. They don't know anything about them. They just go and they work with the, the gym's personal trainer, whoever that is. And they enroll into a contract that's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from for one hour. You're going to come in and I'm going to work out with you. And your rate is going to be $50 a session. So it's $150 a week. And that's going to be $600 a month. Cool. Sounds great. You're going to transfer my life for 150 bucks a week. I love it. You're going to be there with me every step of the way. Cool. And this woman goes to the gym. She works out with this trainer. A couple months go by, literally two, three months go by. She feels like she's getting a little stronger, but doesn't really see anything changing in her body. <clears throat> Asks the trainer and the trainer reassures her. No, no, no. You just need to give it more time. Well, nine, 10, 11, 12 more months of that go by and still nothing has changed. And the woman starts to figure out that this is obviously not working. And I just spent however much money I just spent. What did I say? $600 a month over a year. Let's, you know, so 72, seven grand I just spent on this personal trainer. And all I really did was learn how to lift weights better or whatever. Cool. I got a little stronger, maybe that's it. So then she moves on. She starts ordering proprietary shakes. Okay. She, she starts ordering these, these shake powders or pills or both. And she signs on to a recurring subscription based model where I'm just going to get this stuff sent to my house every week or every month or whatever. I'm going to pay 50, 75, a hundred dollars a month. I'm going to do that for a while. And six months of this go by. I literally had a woman tell me this this morning, by the way, six months go by and I feel great physically, I guess, but I haven't lost any weight at all. And other than that, nothing, nothing has changed, uh, but I feel good kind of. And then, um, so she kind of like goes through that for a while and gives it time and then realizes nothing's really going on. 
So then she moves into a restrictive diet. Okay. And she starts cutting out carbs and sugar because she feels like that's the thing I need to do or cutting out, uh, whatever lectins or whatever that, whatever the fat is that she read about, that's what I need to cut out. And if I just cut out green peppers then I'm just gonna (laughs) wait, I'm gonna do that. And she cuts out so many things, all breads, all carbs, all starches, all sugars, and ends up losing like 15, 20 pounds over three, four months. Cool. But then she realizes that sucks and I can't, she can't, I can't do that anymore. Like this, this is literally like just tearing my, my, my (laughs) quality of life apart. And she starts having some of that stuff again, bread, pasta. Right. And then all the way just comes right back on. So she's like, well, that sucks. So then she enrolls into CrossFit. Okay. It's super popular. goes into a CrossFit gym, signs up there. The price tag there is, uh, you know, they're usually about 150 bucks a month, I think, something like that, roughly. Um, and works out, has three sessions a week, goes in, she's coached, she learns how to squat, deadlift, overhead press, do all these these really, really cool lifts. And she definitely gets stronger for sure. And then she starts kind of tailoring her, her eating to match that. Like she's lifting so much weight and she's doing all this intense workout stuff. And she starts kind of eating to match that and notices that, well, I'm not actually losing weight at all even though I'm getting stronger, I'm actually kind of putting on weight or like kind of staying the same. Um, but she feels good. So she keeps doing that. Okay. So then she tries to do a meal plan on top of that. Okay. And what's a meal plan guys. Like we don't believe in meal plans here. And here's why this woman, woman, a, we're still talking about woman, a, she jumps into a meal plan and she starts following that meal plan. And a meal plan is, Hey, literally eat this today and then eat that tomorrow and then eat this the next day. Well, that's cool, right? She gets results doing that for a while, but then she wants to go out to dinner with her husband and her kids. And guess what? She's not taking Tupperware to dinner. So she eats what she wants off the menu. And then she comes back home and she's like, man, that felt good eating something off of this stupid meal plan. So then she does it again on, and then again, and then again, and then the meal plan's gone. And all the results that she got while she was on that meal plan are gone. And then she starts to think, if I don't follow one of these super specific strict, like strict things, I'm never going to have the body that I want. But living in the body that I currently have is making me miserable every day also. So how can I possibly have them both? How can I possibly have the body that I want and the confidence and the energy and the vitality and still eat the things that I want to eat and be able to go to all these family events and do all these things? Okay, guys, bottom line here, woman A, she absolutely has the work ethic, right? No one can argue with that. She absolutely is trying hard. She's willing to invest in herself. She's doing the thing that I think is super smart. Personally, she's investing in herself, right? Financially, time, energy. She's putting all of those resources into herself to better her life, which I think is just absolutely incredible. And yet she's not going anywhere. And the problem is her strategy is like this giant Frankenstein strategy of a bunch of random things. And when they're all put together, they don't really work. Right. Scott, dude, how many times do you see this and how many times do you hear this on a weekly basis? And like, what do you, what do you, what's your interpretation when you hear someone describing the strategy, like what I just described? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I, I would say almost every call 
that I've been on has had some variation of that story. Obviously, like there are some that really go through each one of those things, like you just laid out. And then they're like just on the diet piece with after diet, after diet, after diet. Then there's, you know, a day who was taking some like fat blaster pill. You know, I've had a bunch of CrossFit people, a bunch of personal trainers. So yes, it's a theme. And the, you know, the analogy we always use, you know, when, when we talk to these women and we'll, and we'll say it here too, is that here's really what it comes down to. It's not from a lack of effort. Like you said, there's two, there are two types of people. There, there's a type that just can't motivate themselves to do anything. Like they always talk about like, yeah, it'd be nice to have a good body, but they can't, they, they, they say they have like zero willpower to, you know, not eat a sleeve of Oreos and they say they can't, you know, find time to go work out ever. So there's that person. Then there's the other person who actually is actively trying or has actively tried. And what we always tell people, the simplest analogy that we use in this age range, women over 35 who have tried a bunch of stuff, right? Is that they're basically like, I live in, in Cleveland, Ohio. So it'd be the equivalent of if I took my wife and two kids and, and said that we wanted to go on this amazing road trip to California. We were going to drive the coast and stay out there and see all the beautiful sights. And everyone was looking forward. Everyone's so excited, right? Everyone's so excited about this trip. It's going to be amazing. I'm sure, we're not going to argue at all during this road trip to <laughs> California. Um, but here and over there, we decide, we pack all our stuff. Everyone's ready. We're all excited. We get in the car singing songs, happy family, pull out of the driveway. We hop on the freeway and we start driving East. Right. And when it's time to, you know, my son says he has to go to the bathroom. We pull over and go to the bathroom. When someone's hungry, we stop and eat. When we need gas, we stop and get gas. And when everyone's tired in a hotel and, and sleep, we're doing every single thing that we think and we've been told to do on a road trip. Right. Yet we're not, we're driving east. So no matter what we do or what kind of car we're in or how fast we go, we're just not going to California, no matter what. Like zero chances of it happening. And and that, Gordon, is like the is the the best analogy I could use all the time as to what's really going on. It's not from a lack of effort. They're in the car, they're driving. They're doing all the things they think they're supposed to do because they've been told to do it. There's a $60 billion industry that's, you know, centered around this stuff, telling people what to do, heavily marketed, uh, but they're just driving in the wrong direction. And until they actually turn the car around and start driving in the opposite direction, they're just getting farther and farther and farther away from where they want to be. So, and yeah, we see this, I mean, day in and day out. And it's, it's sad because so many people are, are you know, and, and it is predominantly females that we see and, and, and talk to and work with um, that the level of frustration, borderline depression for a lot um, is so strong because every time you try and fail, and it's not, again, from lack of effort, just because you're just not seeing the results it plants something inside of you. That's basically like, I can't do this. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. It's not, I'm always going to be like this. It's just going to get worse. And that's the beliefs that we start to have because of our past experiences. Now of all these times we've done stuff and they haven't worked. 
So anytime, if you think about it, if you've tried a million things and they've never worked or they've worked and then they stopped working, which to us, as you know, is that means it doesn't work. Like we don't consider a solution, anything that's not permanent. You start that store, all this data of how things don't work and you become skeptical and you start to have beliefs around that's never going to happen. And the sad part is it's, you know, largely because they're just driving east and it is that simple. And if they would just turn the car around and go in the right direction, like they'd get to where they want to go. And it's actually a hell of a lot easier than than doing all this stuff that they're doing. So, yeah, it's true, guys. Like when I can take someone who's got all of this work ethic and has tried all the stuff and absolutely is not short on uh, willpower, I'm going to say willpower, just, just grit and determination and decisiveness and commitment. If there's no shortage of that stuff and all they need is course correction, results are like, it, they happen just crazy fast. And um, it's, 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 it's insane, right? And, and actually, the, the crazy part is what we're about to talk about with woman B is, is what happens is, is when we straighten out someone you know, woman A, when we get her strategy dialed in, we've got her going west, straight to the, the PCH, right? The Pacific Coast Highway to take that vacation. And we've got her on the perfect path. She's still, right? Where You live in Cleveland, so you're leaving Ohio. What's west of that? Is it Indiana, right? So, so, uh, so yeah, straightened out, right? So get her straightened <laughs> out. <added> geography. <laughs> and she drives, she's in Indiana. And then she's in, then she's in Illinois, Right. So she's going West. And, um, and then, and then what happens is like, if it's not, if it's, if, if there's not what we're about to talk about with woman B, if there's not some other things there to anchor her in, she's going to get distracted and she's going to get, she's going to talk herself into circles and she's going to end up going down into Missouri and then Arkansas and then ends up in Texas. And then before you know it, she's in Boston. Right. So like, Again, it's not enough to just plant them in the plant someone in the right path and then say good luck. It's about instilling all of the little the little things that are needed to continue down that path, right? Like putting the GPS basically in their in their head so that they know how to get there. And the right strategy is is the biggest piece of that, but then there's uh, some other things in there as well that are absolutely needed to keep it there. So so let's talk about woman B here. This is a perfect transition point. So, so this person who we also see a lot, by the way, this woman actually has a pretty good strategy. Okay. And this, this person has a pretty good strategy and it may not be perfect, but it's pretty good. Okay. And it's good enough to get her pretty much where she wants to go. Like for the most part, we'll say, I don't know, 80%, 90% where she's trying to go. Okay. Now, a lot of times this person, she's educated in some way through experience, or we see this a lot with nutritionists. We see this a lot with dietitians. They have some education. They know some stuff, but they've never really been able to get the result they want. They're book smart. Maybe, you know, maybe they have some of the education on the stuff at that level, the um, scholastic level or whatever, but never really the execution to deliver it for themselves. Or maybe this person 12, 13, 14, 15 years ago, maybe longer, maybe 18 years ago when, when they were a teenager or, or, or maybe like 19, like college age, 
worse either in athletics or was just fit and that was a, a big part of their life back then but then life happened right that person graduated that woman had maybe she got married maybe she had two kids three kids four kids maybe she got a job at an office right maybe she has a career now so she's got these other things in her life that are that are like clawing for attention and all of a sudden this kind of fell by the wayside right and then year after year after year a few pounds come back come on and before you know it it's those 30 40 50 pounds that are there and she kind of feels like it was just yesterday that she was fit and she knows what to do she thinks she knows what to do so she tries to train she makes a decision this is what i'm going to do i'm going to make this change for myself now that i'm 38 39 whatever i'm going to make this change once and for all and you know i know what to do so she starts to train and she quickly realizes i'm not 21 years old anymore and so she trains, she has to make some adjustments, but she's educated there so she can make those adjustments. And she does pretty well with it, okay? She does pretty well. Even though she hasn't trained in 10, 12, 14, 15 years, she knows enough to do okay. So she starts down that path and things are going okay. Cool, great. So what's the next step? The next step is she starts focusing on her nutrition. And same thing she realizes, right? I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not 21 anymore. I'm not 22 anymore. A, I like the things I like and I'm not going to change that stuff. And my metabolism probably has changed since I was 20 and whatever else. Right. So, um, she, she, she kind of goes down that path, but, and she struggles, but again, she knows enough. She knows enough. She has enough knowledge on maybe macronutrients. She has enough knowledge on maybe how the energy expenditure system really works. Not just the definition of it, but how it really works. Uh, maybe she has some knowledge on how energy, not the energy expenditure portion, but like energy itself is, is, is handled in the body and, um, and, and how sources of energy play a big role there. Maybe she's got all that knowledge. Okay. And so she, even having been removed from this for a long time and having put on 40, 50 pounds over the years, over the last 12, 13, 15 years, she knows enough and does okay. So between her, her training knowledge being okay and her nutrition knowledge being okay and her being able to adapt to having been a little bit older now is okay. She starts to make some progress. Okay. But Every two to three weeks into starting this, she completely collapses. Not physically, just mentally around this whole thing, emotionally. And she stops and she just, she just blows all her results out of the water. She maybe goes on like a two or three week long, I'm just going to eat whatever I want, how much I want and not work out at all and not focus on anything. And then she gets upset and mad at herself. And then a couple of weeks later, she starts it again, right? Monday, back at it, okay? Going to be hardcore <laughs> on this time. And again, she's got enough of the strategy figured out. She knows how to drive west for the most part. May not be a perfect straight line, right? But she knows how to drive west. And two or three weeks into that, at most, she collapses again. Things are going well. A couple pounds of water weight gone. And then the body fat actually starts to come off. And then she collapses again, not physically, emotionally, mentally. And she 
self-sabotages herself into oblivion and the whole thing goes out the window and this goes on every six months year after year after year for three or four or five years before she throws her her hands up and just says okay i guess this is just me i guess this is how i was meant to be i can't tell you guys how many women i talk to who just accepted not being in a body that they love not being in uh, not not just physically but emotionally being in the body that they love they've just accepted that this is just who i am this is just this is the hand i was dealt and that's that so i guess that's it right when in reality i i don't think anyone deserves that right and 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 i think everyone can have the right strategy and then have what it takes like this woman here woman b to actually maintain that so what is causing this woman woman b right what is causing her to to deconstruct from the inside what is that usually it looks like this guys usually and i see this the most when when people have been struggling or in a in a body that they don't love for more than three or four years five years and beyond so especially when you're over that decade mark if you haven't been in a body that you love in over a decade this is super prevalent right what happens is you've got layers and layers and layers and layers of limiting beliefs and mind trash and mind bullshit and self-sabotaging ammunition sitting up here demons monkeys whatever you want to call them that are sitting up there just waiting to tear you down and for 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 you to to tap into to talk yourself out of continuing to talk yourself out of achieving what it is you actually want we see it every single day we see it with our clients when they first start all right and what's cool is we get to see that go away and get quieter and quieter and quieter over the months which is awesome but we see that every single day and i hear it every single day when i talk to new people who are either enrolling or we're just having a conversation with you know to potentially see if it's a good fit and um guys the whole limiting beliefs thing we're going to dive into here in a second because it's way way deeper than what you think and uh, i'm actually gonna turn it over to scott on this but i can tell you firsthand it doesn't matter how good your strategy is if i give you the perfect strategy right now this is why if you've ever engaged me and you've said just tell me what your program is and how much it costs give me the program look it doesn't work like that okay because if you just take a program if you just go buy a program and you try to execute it you're not going to get results because a lot of it comes down to what we're about to talk about here okay you will talk yourself out of it and you will deconstruct just like this woman right here okay so scott man limiting beliefs let's go <laughs> yeah so when people hear that word and they think of like oh yeah maybe i do have a couple of those and they could like pinpoint like maybe three or four things that they're like, yeah, I do do that. And I, I do try to start, you know, I do kind of sabotage a little bit. Maybe they can, you know, become aware of a couple of things, but here's the deal. That's like, you're conscious of about 5% of what's really going on. 95% of it, you know, you don't even know is happening. It just happens automatically. So here's, I struggle with this for years where like Gordon said, like, why would I possibly want to talk myself out of this? Like, why would I ever want to do that? So here's the way your mind works and, and clarity around this stuff is key. So even though you want something, whether 
our case, you know, getting into a body you love being in and able to actually stay there, right? But for some people, it might be like more money. It might be finding a, a, a partner relationship, right? It doesn't matter what your want or desire is. But if you haven't for and you have a past history of wanting it, but not getting it, that's part of your um, automatic stored program that's happening behind the scenes. Because the way your mind works is it takes everything in your past, whether you want it to or not, it doesn't really matter. Things you liked, things you didn't like, thoughts you had, experiences you had, how you made meaning over certain things, or someone said something to you in passing that you liked or didn't like, all that stuff just stays there, right? And wherever you are right now, as I mean, if you're watching this right now, you're alive, right? I mean, it'd be kind of, I assume you're alive. So the way the mind works, body is it is built first and foremost for survival purposes so the fact that you're alive what, what your mind tries to do is it tries to take all of this past exp- stuff that's stored there and it tries to like circle through the data to figure out how to keep you alive how to keep you safe how to keep you certain right as much as it can because we live in such an uncertain world right so it does everything it can to try to keep you safe so if you've been struggling with, with your body on and off for years, you've just stored more stuff in there, more data points about how you can't do this or that it's too hard or that in order to do this, I have to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm not willing to do that. Whatever the thing is, this as, as unhappy, I tell this to people on the phone all the time, as unhappy as you are in your body, your mind and your body really doesn't give a shit. It really doesn't. Now, here's the thing. People are like, why is it being me? Being so, you know, why won't it just do what I wanted to? Because it thinks it's helping you. It thinks it's actually protecting you. That's what it's doing. It's trying to protect you by keeping you safe in the known. And in the known is you trying something and then failing at it and trying something and failing at it and trying something and failing at it. That's just part of your program. Let's get excited about it. And then let's talk ourselves out of it. Let's get excited about it. Let's talk ourselves out of it. Mm -hmm. So this is your pattern. This is just what's happening. And it happens at a very, very behind the scenes level. But at the end of the day, you are still alive. So it's like, look, this is the pattern we run with. This is all we know. So we're going to keep playing this one. Because we don't, you know, we don't know what's on the other side of this. Like it could be better, but maybe it's worse too. Maybe people judge us because we're in great shape, or maybe like maybe if we get in great shape, then what happens if we lost it? Then we'd feel even worse. So let's just stay right here, because right here is safe. So that's what it'll do. Okay, and and like Gordon said, we see this even with our clients that like they have the strategy, right? The difference. And the reason why we don't just say, hey, here's the strategy, go at it, is because for most people, if they've struggled with this for years, there will come a point. Typically, it's within the first month, typically, where they will start to talk themselves out of it, even with a very easy to follow strategy. And that's because they're not fully aware of how their mind works. And that's why people fail even with the right strategy, 
So, so one of the things we focus on, because again, if this is perma fit and it's about a permanent solution, if you have strategy, there's two things that can stop you then, right? If you have the right strategy, that's guaranteed the work. It's science, guaranteed the work, right? Yep. Easy to follow, like guaranteed the work. There's two things that can stop you. The first one is this right up here. Okay. And if left on alone and you don't know how to circumvent against that, because what most people think it takes is willpower and motivation and willpower and motivation while in, in and of themselves, that's great to have. I mean, it's awesome, but willpower and motivation is, is 5% of what you're conscious of. Those are things you're conscious of. Today's going to be a great day. I'm going to hit the gym today. I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do that today, tomorrow. That's, that's something you're conscious of. You're aware of, you're putting forth focus towards it. But 95% of your day is happening just on autopilot. Think of it like driving a car. Like you don't think about everything you're doing while you're in the car. That's how your body and your mind work. So it'll start to plant things to talk you out of it. And it just happens. So what we really focus on at, at Permafit and, and, and why we do what we do is because the mental piece of this is so so important that people that even people that don't think it's important soon realize that it's everything if you want to master your body and your life you have to master your mind and your thoughts and your beliefs especially if you've struggled with this for years because that's the stuff that talks your, that's the stuff that'll talk you out of it even if you have strategy because at a deep deep level behind the scenes for reasons you don't know, I don't know, it is what it is. Maybe we could, you know, yank that out or not. It doesn't really matter why you have it. What matters is that you know how to circumvent against it. And not it's not about willpower or motivation. It's about ripping up that stuff that's stored there and replacing it. And it doesn't happen overnight. Does not hope happen overnight. Just like your body doesn't transform overnight. It does, it is a process. So I always tell people, it's like you have this, your, your, your mind is like a pot of gumbo. And in that pot of gumbo is every single thought and belief and experience you've ever had in your life, whether like it or not, that's just how it is. And it's there. So what we have to do is go in and start planting in new ingredients into your gumbo. And when, when, when that, when, and over time, what happens is the consistency of that gumbo changes and the taste changes and everything changes about it until you are a new person and you don't have that self-sabotaging patterns and beliefs and, and behaviors anymore. Cause that's what'll hold you back a hundred percent of the time. If you have strategy, your mind can still talk you out of it and it will try to it sucks, but it's just the way it is. So that's why that piece of it and that component of it is so so important. It is not about following an exercise program. It is not about following a meal plan. None of that stuff works long-term. It's about having strategy, but then fixing anything that could stand in your way that'll stop you at a deep subconscious level and becoming a new person and starting to identify with this new version of you, not this old version who struggled with this for years, because I was that person, Gordon, you were that person who struggled for years. At one point, that was our pattern and our program, but we learned how to change that. And now like you don't identify with the 85 pound overweight Gordon, and I don't identify with the 40, whatever pound overweight Scott. It's just not, it's not part of my gumbo anymore. Right. It's so far, there's been so much stuff that's been put on top of it 
that that you don't taste that, that you don't taste that pepper anymore because I've put so many other ingredients in there. Right. But I was able to do that because I, I, I knew how this really worked. So the mind is what will hold you back. The third thing that could hold that person back and will, again, even with the right strategy is, is, is if they don't fix the mind piece of it. And if they don't have proper accountability and support and coaching and community while they're going through any kind of transformational period, this is not about a 28 day, like let's get shredded type of type of thing. That stuff does not work. When I say it doesn't work, I don't care if it works for 28 days. If you, if it doesn't work forever, it doesn't work. The no one wants to get in great shape for a month or three months and then gain weight again. Who, you know, people say they don't want that, but that's what they do. They do all these short-term quick fixes and magic this and magic that instead of fixing the real problem, which is I don't have a long-term strategy. I got a lot of stuff stored in here that is holding me back. And I just don't have anyone to actually help me and hold my hand through this during this period of learning anything new. So sorry, that went a little long winded Gordon, but I felt that was important. Dude, that was good stuff. That was, that was awesome guys. I hope you, hope you latched on to some of that. And then look, you know, we, we, Scott, we're, we know we are very aware that talking about fixing your mindset is not super sexy. I totally get it. Right. But the problem is that's exactly what most people need. Okay. Is this stuff. And Scott, you talked about having support along the way. Look, if your best friend or your neighbor is your support structure and they can actually do it for you. Cool. It really doesn't matter who it is. Right. But at the end of the day, you're talking about transforming yourself. You're talking about trend. I've lived it. Scott lived it. Right. So just take it from two people who have gone through that transitional process. When I, when I was, you know, 12, 13 years of, of being fat of being overweight of being picked on and made fun of and all that stuff. Like I lived all that crap, right? 12, 13 years of that. You have, <laughs> you have all the stuff that we're just talking about. Like I had all that stuff built up, right? This will never happen. Uh, I was just meant to be this way. I'm just, you know, all of it. I'm big boned, like even, even to that level, right? All that stuff. I said all of it and I believed all of it. And when I would start training and I would start doing things and learning and blah, 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 I would still just pull myself back into the cycle of what my mind wanted me to believe because that's what was comfortable, right? And here's the thing. When you are going through this process, this the, your your body, like like Scott mentioned, it it wants to keep you in a zone of what it knows. Okay, it wants to keep you in a zone of what is familiar, and what is familiar is being overweight. What is familiar is not liking yourself. What is familiar is eating the same stuff you eat now, and the quantities, and the not doing anything and not working out in the right way, right? It, what's familiar is going east. Okay. Right. Potentially. And, um, trying and not getting it's, yeah, it's, That's it's, really what it is. it's trying, trying and not getting. Succeeding. it's trying something and not succeeding and then trying something new and not succeeding, trying and quitting, trying and quitting, trying and quitting. That's what's familiar. And your body wants to, your mind wants to keep you there because it in itself is familiar. 
So even though you find yourself wanting the next thing because you want the big picture goal, right? What you're actually, what's actually going on is you want the process up here. You want the, to start the process of pursuing something new to deconstruct halfway through it or part the way through it. That whole pattern, that whole thing, that whole cycle is a pattern. And that whole pattern of, of wanting something new, starting the new thing, getting excited about it, and then quitting, and then getting bummed out about it, that whole cycle is what you're used to. The whole thing. And so what happens is you go through that whole cycle over and over and over again. It could be a month, it could be six months, it could be nine months, it could be a year, right? But that's what happens. That's the safety zone. And what I see a lot too is people actually, when they start to make the breakthroughs and the distinctions of, hey, I might actually, I might actually do it this time, you know, usually like if they're in our program, for example, and they're working with us and they're talking to us and they're really opening up and they start to see that, wow, this is actually possible for me. What happens is they start to realize a lot of other things about themselves. Scott, true or not true? They start to see things like, wow, maybe, maybe my, maybe my relationship with my whoever is not what I thought it was. Maybe my job is not what I thought it was. Maybe, maybe I don't belong in this career. What else is possible for me? Where else am I stuck in this comfort zone of, of hell in all these other areas of my life? And that's, that's when you know you're making a breakthrough, guys. Okay. That's when you know that you're starting to, to, to have the distinction here. Okay. So I always tell everybody on the phone, I'm like, look, this isn't about diet and weight loss and anything. It's, this is about life transformation. This is about mind, body, and like total overall, like a comprehensive transformation, like all the way through and through. It's about living a new existence. It's, it's about resetting, resetting the next chapter of your life. And right. part of it is uncomfortable because you do have to face some underlying stuff and if you want to transform and change we call it uncovering unconscious hidden patterns because at some deep level you gain something by staying stuck and you gain something by being overweight maybe it's you get to feel bad for yourself maybe it's someone else feels bad for you it, do it doesn't matter what the reason is it really doesn't but everyone has a reason why we subconsciously stay stuck because as hard as it is to believe and I get it, I've been there myself. There's underlying things that keep us there and we're not, we're not even conscious of them. That's the hard part. So we just go through this cycle of life and who, what, what I say that we really try to do is disrupt living automatically. And, and, and being able to overcome what makes us not the best versions of ourselves. It doesn't mean that everything in your life is perfect. Of course not. It doesn't mean like life is about, you know, tribulation. Look at, look at this year. So far. nothing, but like, you know, challenging times for a lot. But to me, it just, you know, these are times that make you with the right training mentally and physically stronger and more confident than you've ever been in your life when you have the tools to get through anything. And part of that does start with being in a body you love. Cause if you're in a body you hate, it's hard to be as confident as you can be 
and as energized and feeling as good about yourself. And the fact of the matter is, if you're in a body you don't like, you don't have strategy. That's first and foremost. But there's also things that you think about yourself and about fitness and nutrition that haven't been looked at and dealt with. And oftentimes it's very eye-opening to do so. It doesn't mean it needs to be like the super painful process. It just means that it's eye-opening. It's like shining a flashlight in a dark cave and you're like, oh, I didn't know that this was here and that was there and this was there. But when, you're, when, you, when you first become aware of something, that's the first step always of changing it. Because we live, I forget the actual stat, but I think it's like 2 million bits of information are flowing into us at any given moment in time, like literally like each second or even in the less time frame than that. Again, I don't know this exact stat, but something like 2 million bits of information. And we could only, we, we try to process what we can and we only process about 135 bits of the 2 million. So whatever that percentage is, it's obviously not a lot. But that, what that basically means is there's all this other stuff that's going on that we just don't process. So until we could like, kind of sort through things a little better and see why we're stuck and realize how once you get through it, how easy it is to stay this way, then you feel like you have a superpower. Cause I know Gordon, you feel this way and I feel this way. And, and, and many of our clients are already at the point where they feel this way in the depth of their being that they're never going to deal with this again. Right. They're never going to have to deal with their body or their weight ever again. It's just not, just not something that's ever going to happen because that's not part of their identity anymore. And they know strategy now at a very deep level. It's intuitive. And they know that the only thing that can stop them is their mind. It doesn't mean that there's not bad days. It doesn't mean you don't have bad stuff that happens. It doesn't mean that you don't have negative thoughts, like stuff still comes up, but when it comes up, you could kind of laugh at it. Right. Yeah. That's the difference. That's the difference. Yep. Because don't know how many times you hear people say like, you know, look, I'm stressed out because look what's going on in the world and this, that, and the other. I get it. Totally get it. Crazy, crazy shit out there. But it's, it is what's going on. Now you have a choice. You yeah. still always have a choice how you want to react to that. That comes from the right mental and physical training at all times. Doesn't mean you like it. Doesn't mean you agree with it. But you still have a choice. Yeah. Every time guys, you have a choice. It's hundred percent on you. And like, that's, you know, you're starting to tap into another topic that we spent a lot of time about, about on which on ownership, but you know, that we'll save that one for a rainy day, but it's, it does come down to whether or not you want to do this. And when you're decisive about it and you put the right strategy in place and you have the, you have the right accountability in place and the right support telling you guys it's 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 right there and and scott's right i'm now 13 years removed from being obese it's never gonna go it's never gonna happen again (laughs) it's never gonna happen again i don't even remember what that feels like it's never gonna happen again i would have to seriously try to do that right and that's it's just never gonna happen i think you talk yourself out of it even if you tried honestly i don't think i'd be able to are so different now <laughs> it's just never going to happen. Um, and that's what I want for every single one of you watching this. Like we can do that with you. Like we can help you change all of the stuff up, up, up here, upstairs, like all of those things that are anchored in, we can pull those out, replace them with new things, new beliefs, new patterns, new thoughts, right? Plant new things in there 
that will create the same superpower that Scott just described. This create the same superpower for you, right? But it does take obviously those three things we keep coming back to, right? Strategy, got to have that right, right? You need the right mindset, which is all part of that, right? Obviously that needs to be taught. That needs to be taught and nurtured and delivered and then course corrected and then taught and then nurtured again. And then course corrected doesn't happen overnight. It's a muscle. It needs to be built and then uh, support and, and, and accountability. Like those things kind of go together. When you have all three of those things, it's essentially, it's a, it's a fail proof plan to get you. Where yeah. you and Gordon, I, I, one, one last thing on that note too, is that that's like the solution guys. Right. And if you have that solution, you a hundred percent get to where you want to go. But in order to step up, to have the solution, what we've seen throughout the years is the people that actually get it show up with three traits at all times. I can't think of a single time that they didn't have these three traits. Right. And we see, and this is why we talk to people on the phone because some of these people do not, some people do not have these three traits. And if you don't have, is 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 commitment what i mean by commitment we've seen that have the most amazing results and truly get what they want and have it be like a permanent change they're sick and tired of doing this they're sick and tired of being overweight they're sick and tired of trying and not working they're sick and tired of being a fraction of who they used to be or who they know they could be or who they want to be and they want to fix this. They are committed to fixing it. It's not about kicking the can anymore. It's not about trying another fat blaster pill. It's not about trying the latest and greatest carb-free diet. It's not about another high intensity workout. They're done with that stuff. They know it doesn't work. They've been down that road, it doesn't work. So they're committed to really solving this. The second thing is they show up coachable. And what I mean by that is because they've tried all this stuff that hasn't worked for them, they're open books. They're willing to learn. They have to be willing to learn because this is not about giving someone a fish. If we give someone a fish, they'll have success temporarily. But if we teach someone how to fish, they have success for life. So they have to show up coachable and willing to learn. Third one is resourcefulness. And what I mean by resourcefulness is that we live in a time where there is excuse after excuse after excuse as to why you cannot do something, mm. right? All those excuses are our minds trying to keep us stuck. They're always BS. They really truly are. People who are truly resourceful, if they're busy and they feel like they don't have time, if they feel like you know they're paycheck to paycheck and don't have money, what, you know, if, if they're tired and they don't have energy, these are all excuses. And you could, you could say, no, that's not true. I really don't have time or I really don't have money or I don't have energy. I would, and I would say that for the people that say I can't do this because I'm working two jobs or I'm working full time and then I gotta be with my kids or, you know, I've got a mortgage and this and that, and I just don't have any extra money at the end of the month or, you know, I'm always tired by the time I get home from work, right? I, I question you or I challenge you, I should say, that the people that we see that truly have success because they're willing to question some of these beliefs, 
I challenge you to change your thought process from I can't do this to how can I do this? That's a huge differentiator. And what that does when you show up with those three traits, you interrupt the patterns immediately that's going on in your brain or in your mind. You interrupt the normalcy that it's used to of trying and stopping, failing and trying and failing, or I can't do it because of this, or I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have this, I don't have that. Those are all just stored programs. They're automatic. They're, de they're defense mechanisms to keep you where you are. So by interrupting that pattern, even if it's scary, even if it's whatever, you're, you're just, you're sending a shockwave right into the pattern. It's one of the biggest hurdles that we see people have to cross, but once they cross it, they understand what I'm talking about because it is like a, Oh my God, I just, I just completely shocked that. I completely like something just changed. Something shifted. Doesn't mean you're not nervous. Doesn't mean you're excited. Like all that stuff's normal, totally normal. But until you're, and I've done this myself and I know you have too, Gordon, but until you make the decision to do that, cause there's never a perfect time. There's never like, I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting on nothing but time, nothing but money and unlimited energy. And I'm just ready to go. Right. That's never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> so we keep waiting for that to happen. When this happens, then I'll do this. Or when this happens, then I'll finally do that. It's not the way it works. It's not the way there's always chaos and life and everything. So, you know, the people, like I said, that's huge because yes, you could have the solution, the strategy, the mindset, the accountability, the coaching, everything, right? The solution works, but the person, the, the biggest caveat is the person that needs to show up committed, coachable and resourceful. and just wants to do this. They're done. They're done with it really at that point, right? They just don't want it. They realize life's short and now they're 35, 40, 50, 52, whatever the age is. And they're like, Shh, I'm not getting any younger. I am not getting any younger. It's not going to get any easier. So what am I waiting for? No, it's so true guys. And just so you know, like, yeah, we, we literally have, I, I don't know, a, a, probably 20%, maybe more 25% of people who we talk to are like, yeah, I really, really want this. Um, you know, here's, here's my, here's my credit card. How much does it cost? No, sorry. Like what? I don't think I can help you. It, it's not about your money at this point. This is about, can I help you? And you're not, you're not really giving me any indication that you're willing to do this. Right. And I, it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve Scott. It doesn't serve Shannon, our coach. Like it doesn't serve our team. It doesn't serve us at all to enroll someone that's not going to be a good fit. Okay. So yeah, just, we want you, we, we want your results. We don't right. want your money. Yeah. That's if, the honest. If someone gets, someone offers money all the time, but if we don't think that you're truly committed and coachable to do this, you got to wait till you're ready for that. You got to wait till you, it's not about like, just hand me a meal plan. It's not never going to do it. Never going to do it. Right. Right. So guys, so how we do this is, um, for those who are curious, uh, is it, you know, cause if you're stuck, if you're, if you're, if you are woman, a or woman B right. Or man, a or man B. Okay. Like I was like Scott was, then the best way to do this, the best way to get started is to book a call with us just to have that conversation and see if it's a good fit. Okay. And you can do that by heading over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call. I'll drop something here. Yeah, there it is. Permafitforlife.com forward slash call. And all that is guys, just so you know, is you scheduling a time to talk to us to see if this is a good fit. Okay. So we're going to dive in. We're going to find out where have you been? 
Where do you want to go? Where are you stuck? What have you tried? What's going on? We're going to peel that back and really understand you and get clarity there. And if it's a good fit, great. We can talk about working together. And if it's not a good fit, we'll tell you that too. <laughs> right there on the phone. Look, this isn't a good fit. But we'll try to steer you in the right direction. Okay. Um, and that's it. So again, if you want to, if you want to schedule that call and have that conversation and see if this is a good fit, head over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call. So, um, all right, guys, that's going to wrap it up here. And I hope you guys got some value out of this. If you did let me know in the comments or shoot me a message. Um, again, if you want to book a call, you can do so right here at the link. I'll drop this in the chat too. And um, looking forward to connecting with you guys. So any questions about this stuff, any distinctions that you've had, any breakthroughs that you made, just let us know. We'd love to hear it. And um, I guess we'll punch out here. So Scott, anything else before we drop off, man? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you in the next one. See ya. Take care, guys.